Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Nap Time is Sacred podcast where we share stories of Muslim women doing amazing work. I'm your host Fusia Abdullahi. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Nat Time is Sacred podcast. This is Fosia. I hope you guys had a wonderful Ramadan and that it was beneficial. And I hope that you guys had a great Eid and that you got to celebrate with those that you love and care about and that you had an awesome time, inshallah. On today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit about what's been going on since Eid. You guys know I took a little hiatus. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I put a post on there telling you a little bit about how my Eid went and what I'm focused focusing on and how things have been a little bit strange. So to go back a little bit, SubhanAllah, the Jum'ah before Eid, I was actually in a car accident. I was at a red light and I was rear-ended by someone, alhamdulillah, other than just a sprained back that is healing so much better every single day, alhamdulillah. I didn't sustain any other damage. My car is another story, but alhamdulillah, cars can be fixed. So I'm super glad that alhamdulillah, things were not worse than they were. But that accident actually forced me to take a little break off of social media and posting regularly and the podcast as well, just to focus on myself and my health as well as my family and really just kind of enjoy Eid with everyone without having to worry about creating content or curating content about Eid. But having said that, on this episode, inshallah, I'm going to share some Eid memories that some lovely ladies and my family had to share. And I wanted to share these memories that everyone had about Eid, uh, past and I guess present as well, and just share them with you guys and say Eid Mubarak. And I hope you guys are all doing well. I have gotten much needed rest and inshallah, I will be back in full force um, with new episodes every week, inshallah. I've got a great line upcoming for you guys. But before we get into all of that, which I'll share a little bit more with you at the end of this episode, let's get into Eid memories. I love Eid and as a kid, it was my favorite time of year and I think my mom and dad did a great job of making us feel that even though we weren't in a Muslim country, because I grew up in Canada, that Eid was going to be a big party and a big hit and that we were going to have a great time. So I'm going to share mine at the end and tell you a little bit more about my Eids growing up and what I love about Eid now as a mom. Um, But before that, let's get into these lovely ladies' Eid memories. And then I think my husband Omar is going to share his as well. And I'll be back at the end to share my memory. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's go have a listen. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Eid Mubarak. My name is Rahma Roda, and I'm here to share one of my favorite childhood memories of Eid in our house. So my mother would always say, Aql kuna inu Eidu which means in Somali, the house has also has to feel the spirit of Eid. So I remember we would uh, change our curtains, um, just basically clean out the house, and um, that would be a signal to us that kind of like a special guest was coming. So we would start the, a few days before, and just like we were adorn ourselves with new clothing, the house would also, be um, you know just spruced up and would be in its best condition we didn't have the special decorations such as the balloons and all of these now modern decorations specifically for Eid but that's one of the things that we did and that's one of the things that we remember as children 
most fondly and and now I still carry on that tradition. I still clean the house, stay up super late, but also incorporate much of the new things such as decorating the house with balloons and um, other items that have ETH on it. And my kids um, have that special memory. I hope that they can also carry that along with them. Um, We open presents. Um, We, of course, go to the ETH prayer, come back, have family breakfast, and then just watching my kids open their eat gifts is one of my favorite memories now. And I hope that they can incorporate some of these traditions when they grow up and then they create their own traditions in their household. So khair for letting me share this special memory with you guys. And I can't wait to hear the other ones as well. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Amina from Book Nomad Podcast. And one of my favorite Eid memories is when my parents organized a party and invited a lot of family, friends, and children around. And we had Islamic quizzes in the evening. This is a memory that stuck with me for a long time since. Alhamdulillah. Eid Mubarak. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. I'm Kulsim from Being Muslim Woman. I was just thinking about this a few days back. The best Eid memory for me would be uh, would be the days when, you know, I used to go to my daddy's house to celebrate Eid. So my uncle used to put a heap of coins and we were given one chance to collect as much Eid as we could with one hand. I always got more from him secretly as I was the eldest over there. Uh, I loved everything about those days. The travel to my grandma's, the crazy heat that was there and the biryani, of course. I really miss those days. I really hope I could recreate the same for my children, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Samia and I'm currently living in Canada. So growing up, Eid, I grew up in England, in South London, and um, or South London. Um, and growing up, Eid was mainly a time just to be with family. Uh, my family doesn't really celebrate many things. Um, we're not very good at celebrating, I will say. Um, so, you know, we don't have our own particular traditions necessarily, other than just going for Eid the Mars. Um, but the biggest thing that we've always maintained is you have to be around family and um, I think that's really just helped in creating a um, an Eid environment living in Western countries um, you know I know so many people that live in uh, Muslim majority countries and you know they get like four days off and it's a celebration and you know the whole um, town or the whole country or whatever is you know lit is filled with lights and um, decor and so you really do feel like it is a celebration Um, but I think growing up in western countries I've always felt that Eid was um just a burden i guess for people just in terms of you know not really give being given the space to celebrate and not really um 
you know, feel, feeling like you're a burden on your teachers or your work environment for requesting one day off for a religious holiday. Um, so I think that mentality kind of translated into the way that I celebrate, which is pretty much non-existent um, to this day as well. Um, but, you know, we do go and visit families. Alhamdulillah, we are able to do that. And we do have family where we live and we had a lot of family growing up. And so um, that is still, I guess, a tradition that we are able to maintain. Um, we know, I think now that I'm on social media, I see a lot more of like what traditions look like and, you know, just how much it can be celebrated. Um, you know, whether that's buying Eid outfits, you know, we never really could get Eid outfits. And, um, and so it's not something that we grew up with, but I, I do really see, you know, people going out um, to do Eid outfit shopping a few days or a few a week before Ramadan ends, um, you know, preparing a lot of food to give neighbors, preparing, um, you know, just just preparing to celebrate, decorating the house. So I think it's been really interesting just um, vicariously celebrating Eid on social media um, through other accounts and stuff. It's just been super eye opening to see what other people are doing to celebrate and you know it is a lot of this is um you know just so much a part of our agency and um you know it's up to us to create Eid that we want to be a part of and we want to celebrate so um inshallah if i'm able to get into the mindset maybe that's something that i'll be doing in the future um i also really appreciate how um families are creating a lot of um you know just creating a space and environment here in the west to be able to you know for, for their families to really feel like it's Eid. i see a lot of um you know uh craft um, online craft stores creating things for decorations for people to buy for celebrating Eid. i just see families you know really teaching the importance of it as well as the community aspect of it i think that's also been really interesting you know um sending food to neighbors and you know just spending a few days creating food maybe my family did it when i was a kid and you know i was just too busy eating it or running around and playing around um i'm sure they made some you know some sweets and stuff um for our families and neighbors um but you know in my memory i i don't remember those things but i'm i'm sure it was something that they've done before um but yeah so overall i think eid from back then and you know growing up as a kid and um until now living as an adult in Canada I think it's just the main thing has been about um, being with family and I think that's just where the good association of Eid is and where I sorry <laughs> okay here's another thing I'm fasting today I don't get to celebrate Eid um, and this is a Tuesday so I think that's one of the things of Eid right like you just don't it doesn't feel like Eid unless half the population is still fasting um, so I still have Ramadan brain so sorry for all the ums uh, uh, um see there you go it's just yeah so being around family is just super important and I think that's just a tradition I also want to maintain just remaining um, true to those bonds and creating further bonds with my family members and I think you know just going forth with us kids now um, you know being at an age where uh, we're getting married and having kids and things like that um, also making sure that we are also uh, 
uplifting those bonds and celebrating that and creating our own traditions. So I think that's overall, you know, I don't have a specific favorite memory, but I just do really appreciate how much we've held on to um, being with family. Alhamdulillah, we have the opportunity to do so. Um, and inshallah, if we could just keep everyone in our duas this Eid, those that, you know, are facing persecution for being Muslim and maybe aren't able to celebrate Eid, you know, for example, like the Uyghur people in China, um, those that are facing persecution for celebrating Eid in um you know, on a different day because they're part of a different sect of Islam. Um, Those whose Eid celebrations are silenced around the world or, um, you know, they're celebrating under occupation if they're in detention centers, if they're incarcerated, um, if they are, you know, reverts who haven't necessarily come out to their family and so are celebrating in silence or may not, you know, have have people to celebrate with I think that's something that is really important that we we work towards providing space for people who don't have family to be with and who don't have um, friends to you know celebrate with them so I think that's something going forward I would really like to try and implement in my life they yeah folks living under occupation um, like I said detention centers refugees so yeah so if we could all keep them in our duas uh, you know folks that are even just ill at the moment and aren't fully able to participate in Eid um, festivities that we should also keep them in our duas so yeah I hope that um, you know this gave a little insight into what Eid is like I'm sorry it's not necessarily filled with a lot of like excitement and festivities and stuff it's just not something that we really grew up with but I think social media has been really interesting to see how we can um, implement some of that excitement and festivities going forth. So Eid Mubarak to everyone, whoever is listening and wherever you're from. I do hope that it is an enjoyable one. And if it isn't, I hope that it's not too difficult. It's not too difficult of a time. Um, And inshallah, uh, that things do get better and that there's hope for uh, brighter and more festive days. And Eid Mubarak to you, Fosia, as well. Thank you so much for the opportunity um, to come on the podcast and share what Eid means to me. I think it was a really interesting reflective time last night as I was thinking, you know, what can I say and um, what does Eid mean to me? But I think I've just, you know, I've just stayed stayed true to what it has been like for us. And um, inshallah, you know, um, I'm looking forward to hearing so many other voices and uh, feeling really just that Eid excitement and being a part of a greater Ummah, just hearing, you know, what everyone else has, everyone else's favorite memories are. So Eid Mubarak, everyone. And uh, inshallah, may the blessings of Ramadan continue to um, have long-term impact on us. Maklafis. Take 100. Assalamu alaikum, Abdurrahim. <laughs> so Rahim, what's your favorite memory of Ramadan? Seeing my friends and hanging out with my family. And what did you look forward to the most out of this Ramadan? Because you fasted more than you fasted any other Ramadan. <laughs> Fasting the whole Ramadan next year. Inshallah. Inshallah. Okay, so do you think now that you're a little bit older and you're bigger than the bigger kids, do you appreciate gifts more or having experiences like doing something fun with your friends? Both. Both? Equally. <laughs> it never hurts to get a gift, right? Okay, so do you think, um, what do you think parents should make a priority during 
um, Eid for their kids, like to make it a, the best experience. To hang out together more, do more fun things than you normally would. Than you normally would, just because it's a special holiday, right? All right. So you listen to the Eid khutbah, right? Yeah. What What did you take away from that? That's important to spend time with your family members, so you, so. You, <laughs> So that you went more often in your future to spend more time with your family members now because you might not spend as much time with them as you would in the future. Okay. So I guess when you grow up because you won't be around and living at home all the time. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Thanks, Raheem. Welcome. So Omar, um, you guys know him as Omar Osman, but we just know him as Omar on these parts. Tell us what your favorite Eid memory is. As a child, probably going to the big prayer at like the convention center and seeing all the thousands, thousands and thousands of people gathered together. And what about now that you're a father? How's E changed for you? Do you have your own f- favorite memories or? Well, it's changed in the sense of giving money instead of getting money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big change. Um, but I think the main thing is trying to make Eid special for the kids. I think one thing that's different uh, for kids now versus when we were kids was Eid was special and we got gifts and stuff. But I think a lot of people still felt that they were missing out on other holidays like Christmas and whatnot. And I think now a lot of families do a really good job of creating their own traditions and making Eid special and fun and festive for their kids so that they don't feel like they're missing out or that they don't have things to celebrate. What kind of tradition do you think that we've created for our kids? I think they get to see their friends. Uh, Obviously, we meet up with family and relatives every Eid. uh, But they get to play with their friends instead of going to boring places where they don't know anybody or anything like that. So the whole day they've got activities and people that they want to hang out with and all that kind of stuff. So if there's one tip that you would give to new parents, uh, what would it be in terms of creating like these kind of memories for their kids? Make the Eid nap a big family tradition. (laughs) All right, guys, with that, that is going to be the end of this part. I'll come back and I'll share more thoughts with you guys. So I told you guys that I would share my favorite Eid memories. And growing up, like I said in the beginning of this episode, my parents really made it a big deal, especially growing up as immigrants in Canada. They wanted us to have um, a similar experience to theirs in terms of just like going all out for Eid. So there was always, um, you know, new Eid dresses and clothes for my siblings and I. We always got gifts, lots of sweets shared on that day. Um, also Eidie. And um, I think one thing that can't... Uh, be disregarded is the gift of experiences that they gave us it wasn't just kind of like okay we're gonna stay at home or we're not gonna go to salah but every year um you know they took us to aid salah and um afterwards we would come home have some sweets you know look at our gifts and all that kind of stuff um and then we would get 80 and everyone would take their aid naps and then afterwards our community in toronto is really great about having eid events so whether it's an eid carnival an eid barbecue um be it whatever it is and sometimes even just like my mom cooking um huge amount of food and having like family and friends over so just to experience that and see other people like myself enjoying themselves and having eid um those were all amazing memories that i still have and that inshallah i want to be able to give to my kids and grandkids inshallah one day 
So, um, you know, growing up here in the West, I think we see a lot of emphasis put into um, Ramadan. Um, and I think sometimes in a negative way, um, you know, decorations are great. I think I talked about this in one of the Ramadan episodes, but like, you know, decorations are amazing. Um, you know, journals and all those things. My kids have those. Those are amazing too. Um, but I think in Ramadan, the emphasis really needs to be on a spiritual upliftment of the family and being better Muslims after the after Ramadan versus creating all of these experiences. I know a lot of people, and I know a a lot of people disagree and they think that you know Ramadan should be an experience should be like a kind of like a party atmosphere too um, but I think it really takes away from the essence of Ramadan and what it's all about um, but Eid is where we're supposed to be going super hard in my opinion and just making it a fun-filled experience you know lots of great food and drinks and um you know dressing up and enjoying yourselves and i know that um you know we're not all from the same like economic background growing up our eids were not like these big budget productions but my parents did the best that they could with what they had and I think um, regardless of where you are you can create those memories according to like a budget that works for you too so um you know, really just like making it festive. You can make your own Eid decorations at home and eat good Eid goodies um, at home and really not make it like this big commercialized thing either. But to actually like, you know, you can cook a meal and then take it to the park and have the kids play, you know, water balloons, things like that. Just make it a fun experience. And I think it goes a long way into how your kids feel about themselves as Muslims when they see the amount of effort that we're putting in as a family for Eid, um, like their friends do for Christmas or Hanukkah, or um, you know, you know, they celebrate different things like Valentine's or you know, Halloween. All those um, you know, Western, all those Western holidays that they see at all the activities at school, and everyone's always talking about. In turn, they have something to talk about, which is Eid um, and two Eids every year, mashallah. So um, that's going to be it for me for Eid. I hope you guys all had a blessed Ramadan and an amazing Eid and that you guys um, had a good time with your loved ones and your friends. And inshallah, may Allah help us to see another Ramadan and reap its benefits and to celebrate another Eid. A big shout out and a jazakla khairan thank you to Rahma Roda, who's a diverse author. Her books are Muhima's Quest and Little Brother for Sale. Also, Sister Kulsum from Being Muslim Woman, Sister Amina from Book Nomad Podcast, and Sister Samia from The Rogue Muslim Podcast. I'm going to share their social media links um, in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. Jazakallah khair again, guys. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this episode with me, and inshallah, I can't wait to work with you guys again as well as my son, Abdurrahim, and my husband, Umar, who both um, were the only members of this family who wanted to be on the episode. My girls are a little bit shy, but I'm glad that the boys uh, stepped up and could be a part of this episode. 
Thank you, guys. As far as what's coming up on the podcast, um, thank you so much to everyone who has been listening to the previous episodes. Um, I can see you guys downloading and listening, and I really do appreciate all of your support, all of your love, the kind words, all the messages that you send me, um, and just really for hanging on in there when I take these regular um, social media breaks or podcasting breaks just to get my personal life together. Um, Alhamdulillah, now that I'm feeling much better in terms of my brain back and you know all of the stuff after the accident um emotionally and all of that kind of stuff i'm really excited to have a great lineup of women and topics coming up for you this summer and into fall i've batched so many episodes for you guys and i cannot wait just off the top of my head we've got cyrus siddiqui you guys know as a confessions of a muslim mom as well as holla nilea from integration tv we've got amal from omni tv in edmund sharing um, her journey as producer for a show on Omni, got sisters from Muslim Women's Connect in England, and then Muslim Women's Professionals in California. So, so many great things that we're going to be sharing with you guys. And I cannot wait um, to have you guys listen to these episodes. If you guys haven't subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. It's easy peasy, whether you're on Google Podcast or on iTunes, just hit the subscribe button. And if you enjoy these episodes, please do leave a review. Um, It makes the podcast more visible to other people on those platforms to be able to reach them. Uh, Like I said, I really appreciate you guys um, sticking with me through this podcasting journey, and I appreciate all of your love and support. I hope you guys have a great week. And if you guys want to connect with me on social media, you guys can find me at NaptimeIsSacred on Instagram as well as Facebook. And I'm mostly on Instagram, so you guys can go ahead and DM me over there. Tell me what you guys like about the show, and I'll share it on Instagram. Also, if you guys would like to be a guest on the NaptimeIsSacred podcast, feel free to send me a pitch. You guys can find Find my email on naptimeissacred.com through the contacts page, as well as on Instagram. Um, you guys can find my email located there as well. And I would love to hear your pitches for episodes to come out in the future. Thank you again. I hope you guys have a great week. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.